Hey, what's up everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. Hey everybody, Happy New Year and welcome back to Nerds with Friends, first podcast of the new decade. Yeah, 2020. 2020. A lot of people, actually the team was rolling, uh, talking about like uh, rolling two crits. And I was like, yeah, Ooh, but yeah. would it be advantage or disadvantage? Which one would it be? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's the same, right? If you roll two. Well, two if you got to roll twice, then you're rolling for advantage or disadvantage. I guess it would be disadvantage because if you roll with advantage, you already got a twenty on the first one. Why would you roll again? Yeah, exactly. You quadruple damage. <laughs> Just murdered. Man, speaking speaking of which, um, so I, I mentioned a couple of shows ago that we started a, a game of Pathfinder Second Edition with my uh, my RPG crew that I play with, and uh, we were like. On a mission to go kill this goblin who's like a sorcerer goblin. It wasn't Boblin the goblin. Right? <laughs> no, no. His name was uh, Middle Ear. And you know why his name was that? Because he had an ear in the middle of his head. It's weird. I know. Oh, that's also kind of cool. It's kind of cool, right? It's, so. Um, Wait, so was it facing forward? Yeah, it's facing forward. So you can't hear anything behind him? Well, I mean, <laughs> I guess, not as well as in front of him, I guess. Um, but he, he, he could cast fire fire spells and stuff so he was like we were we were fighting him in a um in a dungeon and like he had like almost he had almost killed one of our or maybe he did kill one one of our guys uh because someone dropped out last minute of our game who was going to be a healer and so, so we're a, we're a barbarian a fighter and a monk i think okay <laughs> or no it's a barbarian a wizard and a monk and the wizard doesn't do any healing spells. What He's, levels are you guys? Well, now we're like level two. Oh, you guys are so squishy. The wizard is squishy as hell. Yeah, exactly. And he can't heal us. So anyway, having a great time. But anyway, so he like I think he almost murdered the wizard or maybe he did or something. And he was about to escape. And so I went into my barbarian rage and then... <laughs> um, he's like, oh, he he makes for his escape. I'm like, well, I want one last attack before he escape before as he's running away. So I uh, I roll uh, went into rage, went with my great sword and rolled uh, a crit, and um, not only did I double the damage, but like I forget I had some other like feat or something that added even more to it. So I did 37 points of damage on this one as swing a, as a level one as a level one, and I just murdered him. <laughs> I just chopped his head off, and I was just like, ah. Barbarians, man. Dude. That's what they do. The barbarian rage is so strong. (laughs) 
Um, my character I made for that basically, he's a barbarian, but he's a half elf barbarian, and his backstory is oh, it's the one you painted. The yeah, it's the one I painted. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, that we we've put up on our Instagram before. It's the one that we had uh, next to our tea and stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, he his backstory is he's a half elf, and he's like he's always struggled fitting into elven society because of his human emotions, and so he like he basically can't control his his human like aggression so he left to be a nomadic barbarian on his own kind of like i wanted him to be like the dungeons and dragons version of spock where he's like dealing with his human emotions and he's not like you know can't handle being an elf <laughs> so pretty cool so far um a lot a lot of fun um but uh yeah man barbarian fucking hits pretty hard so they do they rage rage all righty then. Um, as we mentioned, uh, we do have our signature tea out, the Nerd Tea Confession, available now at nerdswithfriendspodcast.com. dot com. Uh, everyone, uh, everyone, I uh, let try it. Really, really enjoys it. I've I've made a couple people buy it, and they they're like, all right, all right, it's good. I'm yeah, like, all right. <laughs> I'm glad I got it. Yeah, I just you know um, we we bought some uh, sample packs to let people try and stuff as we you know as we're hanging out and stuff and. Uh, yeah, definitely a lot of people have checked it out. Um, Dan Beckman, uh, previous guest who uh, filled in when you were gone in uh, Disneyland, he's his aunt is buying like a you know buying it by the pound basically. She nice. loves it so much. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, check it out, guys. It's available on our website. Um, helped uh, Plum Deluxe Teas helped make us uh, the tea, so they like picked out the flavors that that we told them we liked, and formulated this really tasty. Coconut chai spiced hazelnut goodness tea. Really, really Christmassy. Yeah, I need to get some for myself. Everything I, <laughs> I gave away. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost I'm almost out of it myself. And, uh, you know, it's uh, definitely tea weather. You know, it's been nice and chilly. Yeah, well, I drink tea. I don't drink coffee. So. Yeah, I don't drink coffee as much anymore. Though, um, you know, every once in a while I have to have a cup. Cause it just smells so good if someone's making coffee. I'm just like, mm, I need it. <laughs> Alrighty then, let's start as we always do with a couple of nerdy confessions where we confess the things that make us nerds. You want me to go first or you want to go first? I can, whichever. I will go first. Um, my nerdy confession uh, this week is um, I'm getting more and more into painting miniatures. I really like it a lot. And so I just bought this cool little handle thing so you can like really hold it and get the right angle on it. You got the magnifying glass, yeah. No, that's probably next though. I want the, I want the I want like the super nerdy ones where they like stick on your head and they're like, you know. Oh, nice. So you know, not not even like the table one that most people use. No, no, I want I want the one that straps to my head like a jeweler, you know, where where it puts <laughs> puts the things out in front of me and I and when I look at people like I look up from painting and my eyes are all big and like coke bottled. That's what I want. Nice. But um yeah, it's a lot of fun. And it's, you know, I will say, like, it seems super daunting, like, getting into it because you're like, oh, my God, you have to learn all about paints and, like, shading and, like, you know, dry brushing and things like that. But I found that, you know, even if you're brand new to it, you can make some stuff that looks really, really, really good just by doing a couple basic techniques. And there's a million videos out there to help you learn how to do it better. Um, So I'd say if, you know. If you're scared of trying it, don't be scared. Just just buy yourself like a starter paint set, 
and get going. See me like my background's illustration. Graduated from the academy in illustration, yeah. and my my thing isn't like the painting aspect is how small it is. That's yep. my biggest. Like I when I draw now, like it's hard for me to. I I don't normally keep a sketchbook because I don't like being restricted to one size. Sometimes I'll start a drawing, yeah, and I'll end up like, oh shit, I mean, I, I'm not. Like, this limb is not going to fit here. Like, if I'm doing a creature design, so I will tape another piece of paper, go on top of that, and then I'll take a picture of it to paint it digitally. Yeah. And, you know, you could paint anywhere on the iPad Pro. Yeah, exactly. With a pencil. But sometimes, like, I'll, what I think is going to take what's going to fit in one paper, I have mm-hmm. to slap on, and it'll end, up, it'll end up being, like, five papers together. Yeah. So, I'm, I just I can't work that small. So, I mean, maybe one day I'll give it a try. And yeah, I'd say, you know... Uh, one thing that I think it you know really helped me is the first one I ever painted was one made on Hero Forge. They're the they're the yeah. company where you can design it online basically, and they'll print it out custom for you. And I knew I was going to paint it. I knew this was going to be like my first one that I was going to paint. So I specifically made it without like crazy little details, yeah. you know, no chain mail, no like amulets and stuff hanging from their neck to make it a little easier, and that really helped. Cause then I painted uh, one for my friend who, you know, he bought it from the, you know, local gaming store. And first of all, like parts of it weren't cut out all the way, you know, like it, you know, it, it, it had a flash and stuff from where like it was from when it was molded. Like he had a headband coming off kind of like a Ninja Turtle headband. Yeah. But like the space between the headband ends and his neck was not they were cut still out. connected. Yeah. Yeah. So there's stuff like that where you know, and and he was just small and very detailed in general. So did you get like really fine sandpaper? To... No, I I used like an exacto knife to kind of poke out what I could, and some of the stuff I just kind of left because I didn't want to. I didn't want to like have to cut it off basically. Yeah. So together, but um, but yeah. So you know, find one that that doesn't have crazy detail on it. Or has like um, some big spaces where you know you're not gonna have to like get the super magnifying glass out to get it into the little teeny tiny parts, and then you'll see how fun it is, and then you can gradually move on to some of the smaller ones. So I'm not gonna lie, sometimes I like it better when they're gray and matte. Sometimes like that, it just looks cool to me. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. Do. And I, I, sometimes I like the unfinished look, mm-hmm. but I've seen some amazing ones that, that were painted as well. Yeah, you know, it's um, they do look cool. I mean, obviously they're they're super sharp and everything um, when they're gray because there's no, you know, every time you add a layer of paint on it, it, it actually hides some of the detail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're covering up. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it, it's really fun. I, I'm do, working on an owl bear one right now. I'm almost done with. I just have to do have to paint in his little pupils, and then do a little like feathered wash over the top of him. So like he has like, you know brown with little white feathers at the end of it you know later on if you want to get fancy you get like a little gloss to go on the eye yeah to get a nice little shine from lights mm-hmm. but you know to get it that small it's real small yeah the black though for the pupils actually does is kind of glossy so i think that will actually be really good and then for his mouth i do have a glossy red that's it's supposed to be blood but Ooh, like nice. it's actually really good for like a mouth yeah, yeah it yeah. looks wet right, stuff, right like a know? tongue or mm-hmm, gums mm-hmm. or something yep exactly so really, really fun. Uh, the next thing I'm uh, probably going to do if, uh, you know, once I can save up some money to make it a bad financial decision, um, <laughs> I, I really want to get a 3D printer. You know, we can talk after. I know someone who might be able to help you build Oh, them. yeah. Well, I, I know people who have them and who are really good with them. But, like, dude, like for 200 bucks, you can get, like, a really dope one. And then you can print anything. 
Yeah, well, I mean, the programming for it. Yeah, it's all free. It's really easy. I've been I've been watching hours and hours of videos. So that might be up. That might be one of my next. What, when we're not recording, we'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> What's your nerdy confession this week? Um, I I don't know. Sure, if I mentioned, I know you talked about the new Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting it. For, Sword and Shield. Ended up getting it for Christmas. I still haven't played it. <laughs> but what I did start playing was the Witcher game. <laughs> Ooh, the Witcher 3, Wild and, Hunt. And yes, and I'm not going to lie, it's because I finished the show and I wanted some more Ooh, Witcherness yeah. in my needs, life. Needs more taste. And um, I like it so far. It definitely, like, I, I've never played any of the Witcher games. Mm-hmm. So I'm into it in part three, but the show did actually catch me up to some things. Yeah. Uh, if you're like me and you haven't played any of the Witcher games, and you watch the show, and you don't want stuff ruined, don't start the game, because it definitely starts off, I don't know, season four, where four might end up somewhere. Oh, wow. So, and if you don't want things ruined, like, maybe maybe don't do it. But I, I like it so far. It's awesome. Um, It's definitely, the show's definitely starting off, like, way early on, I think, in The Witcher's life. Yeah. Because it, it's where the game is, like, well, okay, a lot of shit has happened. So. Right. So yeah, one thing you know. So I I borrowed the game from uh, a friend and started playing it. And the toughest part to to me was like when characters would show up and it's supposed to be like, oh shit, it's that guy. And it's like I don't know who that guy yeah. is. So um, it 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 did catch me a little off guard. I am excited to go back and try it out though. Now that I've watched the show, and hopefully at least it'll answer some of the questions I have. I'm definitely I'm the type of person where I like knowing the lore of things. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely going to go back and probably read what happened in one and two, just so I know what's going on. I think on. I might just read the books too, because they, they are based off of books and that's really what the show is based off of. It's, it's not based off the games though. I guess the games are also based on the books, but um, that might be one of the next. See, I didn't know that that's cool. I'll probably end up reading that. Yeah. So um, that's probably uh, the next uh, audio book. I'll start burning through because I just finished the uh, Demon Cycle ones that I was uh, reading. The uh, the Warded Man and all that stuff that I told you about. Awesome. Now, I know you hate... Not hate, but you get on me for talking about Stephen King. But what you should... I finished uh, The Talisman, which is slightly connected to The Dark Tower. Mm-hmm. And I just finished, as well, um, Black House. Ooh. Super, super tied in. That's where the vice president lives? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, super, super tied to the Dark Tower. Oh, okay. I really recommend it. It's, it was really good. That's a short story in the Talisman? No, it? no, no. So the Talisman, separate, it's its own book. book. Okay. And the Talisman is only slightly related to the Dark Tower, but it gives you the background information of the main character in Black House, which is really tied into the Dark Tower. Okay. Um, so good. And it makes me hope that Stephen King will still do other books that are tied to the Dark Tower. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping, and I just started Hearts of Atlantis, which is supposed to be super tied to the Dark Tower. So, yeah, I don't think I ever read Hearts of Atlantis. I th- I think I I bought it at one point, but just never read it because I watched like the Anthony Hopkins movie. I'm like, man, I'm bored. <laughs> and I'm wondering, did, was the movie related to the Dark Tower? Or? Mm, not that I remember. Okay, but you know, I think back when I first watched that, I was. You know, I wasn't as aware of how many things tied into the Dark Tower, you know? Yeah. 
Because um, I was thinking about watching the movie. I was like, nah, I'll finish the book first. And then. Yeah, I watched, you know, I do the book first, and then you can always come back to the movie later. All right. Well, uh, so this week uh, we're going to talk a little bit about The Witcher, as we previously mentioned, and The Mandalorian, um, which has finally come to a close uh, for this season. Uh, so there will be some spoilers uh, coming up pretty soon. Um, so if you haven't finished The Witcher, um, we'll be talking about that first. Um, and then a little bit later, I don't know, about 20 minutes or so, we should be moving on to The uh, Mandalorian as well. So if you haven't seen either of those and you don't want them to be spoiled, uh, you know, go finish them and then come back come to back. this. Um, and here we go. Uh, oh, I will say to... Uh, Side nerdy confession, um, season two of The Lost in Space on Netflix just came out. Oh, yes. I, I still haven't seen season one, but I saw I it, all it. This one was not as good as season one, I don't think, but it was still there's still some good stuff in there for sure. But we'll talk about that at another time. All right, The Witcher. What do you think? Um, I definitely like it. I definitely enjoy it. Um, what gets me is the politics in it is a little... In the beginning, I guess it... It did clear up to me towards the end, but in the beginning, it just seemed kind of like, okay, I'm not too sure what's going on. I do the yeah. action, the fight scene though, in the first episode, <sighs> man, was great, amazing. It was really, really great. I would. This show did a great job of like I I've seen in previous shows and movies of guys holding swords upside down, and I've always thought that was absurd. Like, why would you do that? It's really dumb and pointless. In this show, they did a great job. I was like, okay, that was it. Not only was it cool, but it seemed really effective. Yeah. And, and other times previously, like, okay, I mean, it looks cool to hold that way, but what's what's the, like, it's not practical. Yeah. But here, I mean, Henry Cavall like made it look fucking amazing. Superman, <laughs> yeah, he 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 really did a good job. Um, his, it's really fun to see him play this character. He's like a super gruff, like loner yeah. and stuff. And the only things I've seen, you know, I had really seen him in before, you know, I saw the Mission Impossible, which is kind of its own thing. Um, but, you know, we saw him as Superman in all the Justice League and Batman v Superman movies and Man of Steel. And then um, I saw him in the Tudors where he was a he's like a lord or something like that. English lord back in, you know, uh, the Henry VIII era. And so it's it's interesting to see him be this like. Super violent, super gruff, like sorcerer man, you know. <laughs> um, and I think he does a really good job at it. You know, he's, he really sells it. You know, shows he's got some sweet acting chops for sure. But he, I mean, the character is a little bit of a softy. I mean, yeah, you know, he, he, he claims to hate the bard. He's the gruff he, loner with a heart of gold. Yeah, I mean, he claims yeah. to hate this bard, but like multiple, consistently saving his life. Mm-hmm. For like not, I mean, it's not like he pays him. You know? Yeah, and he loves his horse, Roach. Roach, Roach is the best. Yeah, Give um, up to Roach. One thing I will say about the series in general, okay, so the, the way the episodes came out, where there's like some going back and forth between time, and it's, it's could not, have been executed better. Yeah, they don't really. It's it's something you have to piece together. All it needs one little subtitle nine years ago. Yeah, <laughs> or like thirty years ago. Like that's all it takes. And, you know, it's not I, – I, I don't think it's as bad as everyone kind of makes it out to be where it's, like, really hard to follow. Like, you get it. At first, you're confused. They're like, wait, I thought she was dead. Why is she alive here? 
oh, this must be in the past. I mean, you know, you, you understand it. Yeah. But it would have been a much more seamless, enjoyable experience, I think, if you just had like a little, like, you know, some years ago or whatever, yeah. or, you know, present day. Little t- titles down at the bottom to clear things up. Um, I thought that could have been handled a little bit better. Also, um, and this is no fault of the show, um, and this is one, one of my biggest pet peeves um, in fantasy genre uh, entirely. I think that having memorable and easy to discern names in fantasy genre is really tough. And this one does not do a very good job. <laughs> you know? We're talking about there's a mouse sack. Oh, yeah. Good old mouse sack. <laughs> actually, I'm just looking right now and doing it. It's actually spelled mouse sack. Yeah. I thought it, for some reason it was going to be something like with Z's. and. No, yeah. they. But doesn't he call him like Musak or something like yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. It's something it's crazy. And then there's Geralt of Rivia, right? Gerald. Ger- is in, don't they say Geralt? I don't know. Geralt? Geralt? I don't know. And then someone's going to correct us. There's Yennefer. Yes. She's the easiest one to remember because I just think of someone saying Yennefer Lopez. Yeah, she's Latina. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hello, uh, my name is Yennefer. <laughs> I'm un sorceress. Um, yeah, w- read off some of those other names in there. Uh, Fring- Fringilla. Yep. Uh, Kahir. Of course. <laughs> Sasaya. Yep. Dara. Yep. Mausak. Uh, Jeskir. Strigobar, mm-hmm. Istred, yep, Triss, yep, Queen Kalinthi. Oh, of course. Kalist. How could I forget Sabrina? Oh, there's an easy one. <laughs> yeah, so you, you know that's. Um, I think it's one of those things that we overlook because there's, um, you know, we have some really good names out there that are super easy to remember, um, but then there's other ones that like in in. I'm not, not not just shitting on whoever wrote The Witcher. Like, J.R.R. Tolkien also did it. You had, you know, you had, first of all, Frodo and Bilbo. Different enough. I get it. Wait, Tolkien? Tolkien. Did you say Martin? I you said Martin. Oh. Well, I meant Tolkien. Okay. J.R.R. Tolkien. Yes. J.R. Tolkien? I thought you said Martin. George R.R. R. Martin. I don't know. But J, is well, it, we, is there we, two R's in Tolkien? Yes. yes. J.R.R. Tolkien? Yes. Okay, anyway. Tolkien, Lord of the Rings. Whatever. Um, I'm not going to lie, though. I love the names of like of those characters. So maybe I, they hold well, a special place in my heart. Well, we've been we've been reading about them and seeing them in movies for so long. We eventually get it, and we'll get it with the. I'm sure if you played all the Witcher games, they all make total sense now too. But just for someone introducing right, into right, it, right. it's tough. You know, when you have all these different. I just loved growing but, up reading like you know Glowin son of Gim- or Gimli son of Glowin you know yeah and but then you have like you have Aragorn son, son of Arathorn yeah and then he loves Arwen and then there's Eowyn who also likes him yeah and you know it's like like oh my god you have Boromir and Faramir, Faramir you know yep. it's like okay I, I get it they're brothers it m- makes some sense you know. That's why I'm going to name my kid, like, you know, Tristan, son of... Tristan, son of Christian. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so things like that. It just, overall, you know, when you're getting introduced into this large world, it's really hard to find nice, defined names. And, you know, there's fantasy writers who I think do really well, and then there's ones who I think do it somewhat poorly. So, um, so far, I'm not a huge fan of it in The Witcher, just because... You know, you have so many names, like, 
you're trying to figure out where they took their influence from, like language wise. Like, are they French? Are they like Norwegian? It's hard to. Yeah, but I mean, I, also, you know, on the other side of the argument, I could totally get it. I was like, oh, well, this is Brad, Chad, Jack, John, mm-hmm. Kevin. You know, yeah. no one's going to take a hero Kevin that seriously. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, well, like in Stormlight, you have Kaladin. Yeah. You know, and then. Those are cool. Those are, I'm not going to lie, those are cool. Yeah, Kevin's. right? You know, and. Uh, I don't. I can't actually remember what the girl's name is uh, now that I'm thinking about it in that series. But then you have, um, uh, ooh, what's what's the general guy's name? I, you know what's funny that you bring that up. I was thinking about that book today, mm-hmm. and I was thinking about the. I was like, he's one of my favorite characters, and I cannot fucking remember his name. Well, now, now, now that I'm thinking about it, I want to say Dathomir, but that's no. where Darth Maul lives. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, well, I'm not making a very good case for it. Yeah, it was Mem- Yavin, wasn't it? Yavin. Yeah, Yavin Four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good name. Like all the names, all the planet names <laughs> in, in Star Wars are actually, you know, they have they're made up names and they might not be people. But yeah. like you have Coruscant, you have Dathomir, you have Tatooine. Like they're all different enough where they they stand out. Do you think it's because we've like grown up with these names that? Again, I think you know. I think there's two, there's Alderaan. There, Alderaan, yeah, <laughs> dude, that could be someone's name. Yeah, Nabu. You know, Nabu. that's like a merchant or something. That's his name. <laughs> oh, Nabu. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I think there's two parts to it. There, there's one having them be different enough from each other that you're not going to get two characters or two places confused, and then. Also, you know, of course, just repetition after a while, you'll just get it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, so I, I think there's two ways to look at it. Um, but I, I really I really think that they're not doing us any favors in, in this one. You know, you, no, you really I mean, got you got I, I had to turn on subtitles for the first couple episodes. So <laughs> there's definitely some. I mean, the show's not perfect, but it is extremely enjoyable. Um I really like that they brought at least I don't know if they did it on purpose or not, but some D and D lore. Uh, the Gold Dragon was good, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, what was that episode? I think it was episode seven. I thought metallic dragons were bad. No, the metallics are good. It's the, the color chrom- dragons. The, chroma- the Ooh, chromatic, chromatic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just Jesus, Cody just had a slip there. <laughs> the one white guy on the show. He's, yeah, I know. I can't. It's the colored ones that are bad. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. You know that. <laughs> oh God! Uh, yeah, the chromatic ones. Chromatic. Are the bad ones. The metallic ones are the good ones. Um, I thought that was really cool. I'm a little mad that I didn't piece that together. That he was a dragon, being that his, I wouldn't say it was armor, but the clothes he was wearing. Dalinar. Was defi- that's his name. Dalinar. Dalinar Colin. Colin. I remembered the last mm-hmm. name. Yeah. And then there's Shalon. Shalon was the. Uh, uh, the chick. That's right. So. And Zeth. Yeah, Zeth, son, son, Volano. Yeah. So cool. That guy's awesome. Yeah, he's definitely a complex character. We're so jumping around. I know. <laughs> I know. That's, that's, what the, uh, that's what the internet does to us. But yeah, Kaladin, Hoid, Zeth. And for those who Yasna, don't know, we're talking about the, the Storm, Stormlight, Stormlight Archive. Archive. Odium, Dalinar. Yeah, so there's, you know... Odium sounds like a like should be on the uh, sounds like some periodic mean, table, you know. Oh, uh, I was gonna say it sounds like a drug you do in like a dark, dingy den. Like oh, yeah. I'm gonna go smoke some odium. It's like that dude's on 
That, that dude's, dude's been that. hitting the odium hard. On that odium. <laughs> on that odium so hard. Um, but yeah, um, that's that's one thing I really like. I think it, it's one of those, it's not super important. Because like I said, you know, at the end, of, you know, one of the most popular, like, call it fantasy books of all time, main characters names were harry ron and hermione you yeah. know what i mean like you get it, it they For don't sure. have to be crazy. that was though technically you know set in some modern days somewhat yeah. our world that's yeah. true um but you know i i think that's that's one thing that i really look for in a fantasy novel or fantasy setting is names that i can instantly latch on to and instantly tell the differences between because i've definitely been caught like i'm like dude well, i thought that guy was a good guy but he's a bad guy it's like, oh no, they're two people with like they're off by one letter. I I do enjoy the show though, like we talk about the things we didn't like, um how mm-hmm. magic is not all that powerful, like and it comes out right. of price. Yeah, um, like even someone who's like super, super powerful like Jennifer uh Lopez. <laughs> um you, you know, she's known to be like this super powerful sorceress, but even even her, like I mean, she's getting her ass whooped. By like crossbows and stuff, yeah. you know what I mean. You know, it's not like the end all be all, and like, um, you know, uh, Geralt or Geralt, um, his his first attack on a monster is never going to be like a magic blast. It's always going to be his sword first and foremost. Yeah. you know what I mean. So, um, and I will say, in Witcher Three, he has hella powers. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And the show, he's got force push. Yeah, <laughs> force push. And then also he drinks the different potions too. Each yeah. of the potions they don't explain it in the show, but there's not just one potion that he's taking that just makes him better. Each one does a little thing, like one lets him see in the dark, one gives him extra defense, one gives him <laughs> extra extra attack power. Um, so things like that, you know, it's very you know it's an RPG game, so it's very similar to another thing. I was talking to someone about mm-hmm. the show. It was in the first episode, and this isn't. Uh, oh, I think I mentioned it last time in the podcast. Like the physics and special effects. It's um, like when he's fighting monsters. Like you could tell he's just cutting through air. There's like no resistance, no push. Like yeah, and I, I just wish some CG would take into consider weight. You know, some physics in their CG. Yeah, well, I think. Um especially for something like this where maybe like budget plays into it, right? Where you you don't have unlimited money to make like a game of Thrones esque CG dragon or whatever. Um, That's when you have to get a little creative and have maybe like part of the monster be, you know, practical. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. And I think a big part of like season two, three or four, you know, however many more they end up, making for this uh, show. I think those are all going to be, um, you know, the budget will get increased and we'll yeah. see a little bit more of that. But yeah, I felt that way too. Also, I don't remember if it was like, it was like the first or second episode where like, um, it's, you just see the calm water and then all, and there's like the deer. That was the first episode, wasn't it? Yes. And he busts out and he's finding this giant, you know, monster in, in the water. You notice they're like an ankle deep water. Like where were they hiding before <laughs> They were just like, you're like, oh, there's this pool of water with about, I don't know, a foot, foot and a half of water here. And then this giant monster and a full-grown Henry Cavill comes out of, you know, the water. I mean, I guess you can argue that it was they were underneath the dirt, possibly. They were in a deep pocket. Yeah, or something. You know. <laughs> yeah. They were down, downstream just a little bit. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, special, better special effects will come with more success of the show. You know what I mean? 
So hopefully, hopefully we'll see that in the season. It was interesting. I was looking uh, at the numbers, and I guess uh, they thought that Disney was going to like pull away a bunch of views from Netflix. Mm-hmm. And with The Witcher, like no, like and The Witcher actually surpassed what they thought was going to. Wow! Do. So that was that was pretty cool. One thing I will say um, that is kind of disappointing with Netflix is remember when you know two three years ago when a new Netflix show came out, it was a really big deal because everything Netflix did was awesome. Like every original thing, you know, you're like, oh, Stranger Things is coming out. Stranger Things is going to be dope. Oh, you have um, well now the you know now the Witcher, but they had the their original like Voltron show or whatever. They had all these really cool original shows, and they each one was super quality. Daredevil, Punisher, you know all those ones. Yeah, and then Disney took it away. <laughs> but now I was going through uh, Netflix the uh, the other day, and just going through the original ones. There's a lot of like trash looking shows on there, and I'm just like, but have you tried them? I I have on some of them. Okay, yeah. And some of them are just like garbage. Some of them too, you know. They're just there's there's foreign shows that um, you know get released over here on Netflix and get that Netflix stamp on them, you know, where they you know it was produced by the BBC or whatever, um, which is how Black Mirror started off. Uh, but you know, it, it just seems like now they're putting their their name on everything. It's harder to find those like super cool quality shows now. Some of them are just like bad. TV now, like I really didn't like. Um, what's the one with Ashton Kutcher on it? I didn't see it, but I know I, I remember. I remember seeing the picture for it, but I didn't. It's called like The Ranch or something like that. Yeah, I believe. Dude, so. it. I want. I tried to watch like the first episode. I couldn't even get through it. It was just cringy. You know, laugh track and stuff on it. I'm like, Bleh. yeah, you just skip it and move on to the next one. Yeah, I know. But I just want. I just want there to be. I want every show that comes out on Netflix to be like The Witcher. Or Have you seen Dark Daredevil? Tourism? Uh, I watched, I think, one episode of it. And it was pretty interesting. I ran through those. I loved yeah. them. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. I was um, like, okay, I want to visit all these places. Like, I definitely want to go. You know what there. I really like is Wild Wild Country, the, the documentary about the Rajneesh. No, the, the, oh, man, you got to watch it. Oh, that. is that the uh, British comedian? No, it, it's about, it's about um, this Indian guru guy. Who like basically starts his own like hippie community up in Oregon, creates his own city and town, where like he basically brainwashes a bunch of people, and they and then the town's like mm, I don't like all these Indian people up here because you know it's the 70s or whatever or the eight 70s 70s 80s something like that, and so then um, the town's like ah you know we're trying to get these people out here so what do they do? They poison the well. They start buying guns, and they like <laughs> they create like a militia. It's nuts. Wait, the brainwashed the people? Indian like hippie group that's like like bought their own city. So they just switched up on their belief Dude, system really fast. It <laughs> is crazy. There's just like super corruption. It's amazing. You watch a wild wild country. All right, dude. It's only like six episodes or five episodes, something like that. The Rajneesh, so good. Um, back to The Witcher. Um, I overall I really enjoy the show. I'm excited for more to come from it. Um, yes, I have a little complaints here and there. One thing that that struck me, um, same thing from the game. I want more explanation of like ha- how the magic system works, and you know the history of the Witchers. It's like oh they're mutants, 
they're made to be to fight monsters but like that was one thing i was like dude why are these people more grateful like he's going yeah, they're like they're like oh these are mutants who are just you know purposely made to hunt monsters like yeah but we hate them yeah it's like get out of here butchers like yo he just killed like he a just big ass killed monster. a giant monster is gonna eat all of you yeah. and those people attacked him and you guys paid him it's not like he placed the yeah. monster there yeah Please, Witcher, save my daughter. It was like, okay. And as I say, my daughter, he's like, I spit on you. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Who asked you to do You're this You're not shit? welcome. It's like, uh, you did. You did. You specifically <laughs> asked me to rid this. That's town. why you gave me the money. Yeah. Um, so I'd like, a, I'd like to know more backstory of this stuff, you know? I want to know more about the school where Yennefer learns how to use her powers and stuff. Also, you know, thinking about it, how happy are we with exterminators? We're not like, oh, thank you for getting rid of these rats. Like, maybe I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like kick the guy out of my town. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, I, I'd say at best, I'm indifferent towards <laughs> towards exterminators. Like when you got a, you know, like a raccoon in the back, like you know, like get the fuck out of here, raccoon guy, like <laughs> fucking raccoon guy. <laughs> I hate the fact that he went to all this training just to learn how to kill raccoons. <laughs> I hate him and everything he stands for. Here's your money. Here's your money. <laughs> Thank you for taking care of that raccoon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's a perfect analogy. Like, you know, at the very least, they should treat him like an exterminator. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> With the respect that he deserves. Um, And you know what? He's still, even though they hate him and they think he's a monster, he's like, nah, man. I'm not picking the lesser or the lesser of two evils. Yeah. And it's like, I get it. He's like, I'm not going to become the monster that you think I am. Like, mm -hmm. you want me to be that monster. But I could murder gonna... all of you right now, <laughs> but I won't. <laughs> like, oh, thanks. Well, thanks, but I could. But I could. So don't try me. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd like to, you know, and hopefully in the coming seasons, we'll learn more about that. Also, super confusing. The, uh, what was it? The, uh, um, the surprise child. <laughs> Oh, so the, when I guess well, it wasn't specifically a child. It was just you. I evoked the rit ritual of surprise, or some, something like something that. like that. And actually, that's funny you bring it up. I had to read up on it, and even when I read up on it, I was like, "Well, this doesn't make any sense." There's a lot of characters that make very questionable decisions, like the grandmother queen. Yeah, it's like okay, um, you wanted to kill like. You know, the porcupine guy showed up. I was like, all right, I get it. She wants to murder him. I, I, I get it. I get it. You don't Instantly. want You don't want a porcupine. He's cursed. Let's murder him. <laughs> it's like, I get it. You don't want this dude in your family. He's a porcupine. Yeah. <laughs> I, How to become a porcupine? Probably by putting his dick someplace where it doesn't belong. <laughs> it's like, I get it. You don't want that, you know, whatever, whatever you kind don't of want penis. A grand, you don't want a grandbaby with some quills. Yeah. I get it. Whatever kind of penis he has, you probably don't want near your daughter. It's probably barbed. Yeah, probably. Nature I, loves a barbed penis. I, I don't know how porcupine penis. Definitely going to search it later. Yeah. But. Surprisingly smooth. <laughs> Did you just look at it? No, I just. <laughs> just taking a guess. It's It'd be weird, right? Yeah. yeah. But the guy who would become her husband was like, yo, we can't go against rules. You know, rules is rules. It's like, you know, from the poorest farmer, you know, to royalty, it's destiny. It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Nope. Like, no, let's kill him. Which is like, all right, I can't have this. Can't have an innocent yeah. dude fucking die. So even after that, and then she sees that, okay, it was meant to be daughters floating in the air with the porcupine dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. What was that all about? We that, don't even know. She's magic. Probably. Baby's magic. <laughs> Little girl's magic. 
How but, magic? But even know. after that, and, and, and then she accepts, okay, we, we can't fuck with fate. Yeah. That's what it is. And she allows it to happen. He turns into a regular human, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Then Geralt, or Geralt, or whatever, pronounces, he's like, all right, he invokes his surprise thing, so he gets the child. So he gets the baby. But did he know there was going to be a baby? I was very unclear. No, he just invoked it, and then all of a sudden she was pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you fool. Now you made her pregnant. Yeah. What? That's, that's not how it works. That's how it works with magic. <laughs> but my, my gripe, like, my, my, like I, was, I was like, dude, okay, so later on when he shows up, all right, yo, there's a big-ass army coming. Yeah. They're going to murder everyone. Mm-hmm. I can protect the child. She's like. She's like, no, let's no. throw you in the dungeon. Yeah. When he's like, even though she had seen fate, yeah. <laughs> what happens? Like, you can't fuck with fate. It's going to happen anyway. Yeah. It's like, okay. Questionable so, decisions. You're right. Like, all the time. And, like, so she has to be magic because there's no way she's a grandma. I, that's that's the aging on this show is what really you need to be like okay she was an amazing fighter I mean she was, she was. She was great yeah on the, the white the white lion or whatever yeah. she calls lioness um, that's one thing I think the show needs to do a better job of you know assume we haven't all read the books and understand or played every, the games or played the games and you know understand all the rules of this world because they are complicated like make it explicit like oh why is she looks you know. You know, it's one line of dialogue. Grandmother, you could be her sister. It's like, well, I use magic and we don't age as much. Oh, okay, cool. Now everyone in the audience understands <laughs> why this, you know, I don't know, 36-year-old lady she does the keto has a diet daughter too. who is, who is I don't know, 28. The keto has, diet just keeps her super keeps, young. Keeps her super young. Um, yeah, you know, because otherwise, like, the timelines and stuff become very confusing. You're like, what? Grandmother? She's like, you know, early 30s. Yeah, top. She, had, she had a grandchild and still hadn't aged. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that being said, you know, all the little complaints we have, they're minor stuff. Overall, the series is really good. Lots of cool action um, and interesting stuff going on. And now that Geralt, Geralt is uh, linked up with Princess, whatever the fuck, Cinda? Siri. Siri of Cinda. Uh, I think Cinda's the place where she's from. Yes, probably. Um, Siri. <laughs> hey, Siri. <laughs> What's the weather like today? Dude, the weather. phones go off. <laughs> the weather is. <laughs> um, yeah, so now he's linked up with her. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll get a more linear story that can actually build and grow and we'll get a little bit more character development and stuff. That's what I'm hoping for season two. Season two already got greenlit, though, from what I heard. Yeah. So it should be out next year around this time. So that's exciting. As uh, the Mandalorian. As is the Mandalorian. So let's talk about the Mandalorian. Oh, I don't like that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. There it is. Oh, oh, oh. That was like that was the most fire song of all the prequel. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Dueling Fates. That's, that's when you know there was gonna be a lightsaber battle. Oh yeah. Um, so the Mandalorian just ended season uh, season one, uh, eight episodes total, right? Eight. Yes. Yep. Um, and they're very inconsistent with how long each episode is because they go from thirty to forty-five. To 47 minutes. I don't mind as long as it makes sense. You know, I yeah. don't, if there's a sweet episode that doesn't need to be that long, don't stretch it out. I want them all to be stuff. five hours long. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You That's know, fine. I want 10 five hour episodes every season and just, I want them to throw a billion dollars at it. Yeah. That's what I want. 
it's funny because like almost it almost happened with every episode it would come out I'm like oh my god this is my favorite episode and then i was like oh, no one oh no 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 wait this is my favorite episode yeah. it's so good yeah they have um each episode pretty much got consistently better um and as short as they were, because that's my biggest complaint of the whole series. It's is, a whole story. It's a whole complete story. Yeah, each one, even though it's, it might only be a 30-minute episode, has the same sort of you know plot moments of a longer one-hour like, series. You know? I, like, dude, who, the people who directed The Mandalorian oh, yeah. should have just done the last Star Wars movie. Like, <laughs> dude, here's, here's the pacing. Yeah. Here's like the breathing I hope parts. John Favreau just gets his own trilogy. <laughs> and he just get they're like here uh Star Wars is yours now. You're now the Kevin Feige of Star Wars. Like how is it that each one of these episodes was better like pacing wise than yeah. than you know the last Star Wars. Pacing I think is really what this show does really well and I think compared to you know what we talked about last week with uh the rise of or yeah the rise yeah. of Skywalker. Um the thing that 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 movie did not do so well is that this movie there's there's moments where no characters are talking. There's moments where there's just no music. Just you just hear wind and the crunch of sand or yeah. whatever, and it's super super effective of giving you the like the the solitary nature of this character, this main character that we're after, um, that we're watching him as he's like going on his trials. You know, we see him alone in his ship. We see him, you know, with the with the child, the, the baby Yoda, and it's like. It doesn't have to be nonstop jokes yeah. one after another. Or action. It doesn't have to be nonstop action. You know what I mean? Um, and it just, it, it's so compelling. It's such a good show. The production value is amazing. Um, when, there, when there are jokes, they're hilarious. Yeah, they land. Oh, so good. I love that there's a bunch of comedians in this it's show. It's so too. great. And, but not necessarily playing a, right. like a comedic role. Which like Bill Burr, like, Let's just talk about how good he was. No, he was great. I actually just rewatched that episode again. And his character—I don't—I don't know his character's name—is like a—he's like a gunslinger, hired gun kind of guy. He—he he might say one or two little like funny, offhanded joke kind of things. But it was but, definitely like the douchebag of leader of the group that doesn't like being challenged. Like it stayed with the character in the show, right? And you could tell he's a badass, and and you know he's he's not playing a comedic character. Yeah, like. That's one thing that I didn't agree with with the new Star Wars movies. It's like Poe Dameron is like, you know, he's like trying to sling one-liners out nonstop. You know what I mean? Which, that's fine. You know, it, it's, it makes him kind of a lovable character. But, like, let's have a little seriousness here, you know? Like, we're fighting a resistance. And that's what this show does is, yes, there are little jokes here and there. And, of course, Baby Yoda's adorable and there's, like, all these cutie moments but overall, like you, the whole time, you're, there's a real, there's a real urgency and a real gravity yeah. to every situation that they're in. Um, but as far as comedians go, there's Horatio Sands is in there. First episode, uh, he's the blue guy in the first episode. Brian Posehn, um, who I think I saw at Comic Con this year or last year, um, he plays the the guy who who the taxi guy or whatever the taxi guy over the ice who gets eaten by the monster underneath, um, and. Oh, uh, in the last episode, uh, Jason Sudeikis and uh, what was he's he? caught so much heat for punching Baby Yoda for that. And I, I, dude, I think even Second City, which is like one of the comedy troops he came out of, they were like, "We do not condone 
or consent or agree with what he did. The baby Yoda yeah, abuse. Yeah, they like they like fake disowned him. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Um, but I'm not and gonna then, lie. Uh, Adam I've, Adam Pally is the other guy. I'm not gonna lie. I felt a certain way when he did. I'm like, yo, dude, dude, it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like because it wasn't like like a reaction. Like ah, get off me. It was a straight up jab. Like pop. Like he yeah. just hit the bag. Just punched the bag. <laughs> and I like when they go to um, the two stormtroopers start to do a little target practice because they're sitting there bored. Yeah. Now know, it's cannon. Like, now it's cannon that they're shit. That they're, they're sitting there shooting at this can like. I don't know, five feet, six feet away yeah. from it. And they're just shooting all around. And then they just give up. They're like, man. But even shake the blaster. Yeah, shaking the gun. Like, what's wrong with this? It could be blasted. What if this whole time. They're just super inaccurate. We're blaming the stormtroopers. But really, they have faulty blasters. Well, you know, government cuts corners. Exactly. And they're making, what, thousands? Yeah. Hundreds of thousands? Yeah, exactly. It's quality control, you know? Exactly. Um. IG eleven Taika Waititi, is, yep. you know, I'd call him a comedian, basically. Comedi- oh yeah, a comedic for sure. He's guy. Super funny. Um, I'm gonna butch his last name. Richard Ayode. Ayo Ayoide. He yeah. did zero. He was zero. the robot. Oh, the one that, that was, was him. about to kill. Oh, the guy from Baby Yoda. Yeah, uh, from the IT crowd. Yep. If you if you don't remember this, did you try turning it off and turning it on again? <laughs> uh, the chick uh, with the the head things—I forget what her name was—but she's that's uh, she's from Harry Potter. Tonks from uh, yes. Harry, Harry Potter. Um, so that was cool having her. Or also from Game of Thrones, she was. Um, oh, that's right, the uh, wildling. Wildling. Yeah, I forget her name. She was wildling. Wildling, wildling. So, um, you know, really good characters, and you know, even if a character only had one episode or part of one episode. They're instantly memorable, and you're like, "Oh my god, that was so great!" With that one character, so um, I think John Favreau. He, I don't know. He just he just got it. You know, he understood Star Wars, and he just made an amazing show for us. Now, let's talk about the very ending of the uh, show. I'm like, why did you make me love IG88? Only, only the takeaway. Or I, IG was it IG, IG11? IG11. I was like, why did you make me love IG eleven to just take him away from me. I, I love I love he's like my main function is to protect and nurture. Yeah. <laughs> like, you sh- you must watch the child and I self destruct. Well that's why like, you know, he, he's like, I'm fine. You're not fine. <laughs> I can tell by your voice or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. This and is even some back to spray. Yeah, and even the Mandalorian himself was like, You can't go. We need you. He's like, dude, this whole time he's hated fucking droids. Do not, do not be sad. I'm not sad. I can tell by your voice yeah. you're sad. <laughs> I loved it. And we got to see Pedro Pascal's face. Yeah, because he's not alive. No living person. Yeah, it's know. true. Um, he did look like, maybe it's just because he just had a concussion, but he did look really puffy under there. Like, he needs to take that helmet off and like, let some sun hit his face. You I know think I mean? that's him. Because if you, look at the, if you look at the Wonder Woman trailer he's in, it, he also looks puffy in there, too. Man, he needs to cut down on his sodium intake or something. I think, you know, he's not... He's not the he viper, never, any, he, he never, the viper re- anymore, dude. He never, he never re- recovered yeah. from, 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 from the, face the reconstructive face surgery yeah. from getting his face smashed. Um, but that was kind of cool. I didn't think we were going to see his face at all. I didn't think so either. And I'm like, I know what he looks like. I don't know why it was that big of a surprise, but still it was kind of interesting. So now, also, he takes out Moff Gideon with his jetpack. Jetpack's awesome, first yeah. of all. And But then at the very end... As they're kind of flying off into the distance to find Yoda's 
Baby Yoda's family and his home planet. Oh, that's another thing. Uh, I think it was you that asked me uh, if we're going to get yeah, to see. Yeah, whole planet of Baby Yodas. I'm like, nah. No. I think he's going to train him to be a Mandalorian. Oh, so cute. A little little helmet with ears. Little little tiny helmet. Little jetpack. Yep. Ooh, little it's little armor. Well, I mean, it's no secret that the Mandalorians and the Jedis have beef. You know, right? They, they don't. They go back quite a, quite a ways. Yeah. So there's there's uh, some bad though, blood. So though, there's probably going to be something where they unite. Yeah. Though the head of the Mandalorians, the guy who originally had the dark saber, which shows up at the end of this, I know. Show. You um, know how we know that? The Clone Wars. Uh, I saw it in Rebels. Yeah, but it started in Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> you, know, you know the guy who had it in Clone Wars, though? Voiced by John Favreau. Oh, nice. The guy in... Because I just watched that episode. I'm like, yeah, that's John Favreau. Um, but, so uh, the Black Saber. We should talk about the Black Saber. Yeah, Dark Saber. So Dark Saber is traditionally the, um, the weapon held by the leader of the Mandalorians. Who in, was the first... Uh, and I think only only you know, Mandalorian, Mandalorian Jedi Jedi. Yep. Yeah. Who was trained? And so when he died, basically the Jedi like kept his dark saber because they weren't like they weren't sure how it was made. It was one of a kind, and um, he also has some other powers that are like interesting. Where supposedly like the more like I don't know angry and emotional the, the wielder is, the more like lightning and stuff it has coming off of it and hmm. shit like that. Okay. Also, it, it's it's a flat like katana yeah. looking blade instead of like the just round it tube. doesn't seem to be as long as the um yeah it's not about length anyway <laughs> it's about girth we know it's that not about girth. it's about the girth <laughs> what's uh i love sandy danto's joke where he's like hey hey girls four inches of snow is a big deal so don't be like that <laughs> i love it shout out to sandy we love you <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it, yeah, it's shorter, it's, it's flat looking and it's of course black, which is awesome. Um, and I thought it looked really good. I was worried, you know, that if we ever saw it in a, in a live action setting that it wouldn't look convincing, you know? No, it looked great. It looked awesome. Yeah. yeah cutting him. So Moff Gideon has it. We, as I guess we should soon say as I saw just the tip of it through cut, I, was, I knew what it was like, Oh, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I know. knew right away. It was so awesome. And, and so my my prediction for um, you know the coming seasons is I think that Mandalorian. Are, oh, I, the spoiler I, button. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, well, we we know we know that's spoilery. <laughs> We've been talking about it already. Um, but my, my prediction for the coming thing is that the Mandalorian um, from the show, I don't even remember his name. It's like Jin or something like that. Or oh, the leaders. No, oh. the Mando's name. Oh, they actually uh, tell it's not actually on here. They just still have him as Mandalorian. Um, but anyway, uh, my prediction is that he is eventually didn't something or yeah, um, he is eventually going to beat Moff Gideon and then become the leader of the Mandalorians. I think that's that's where it's. So, do you think that he was previously a Mandalorian, or he killed the leader, or not the leader, but the last wielder of the the dark saber? Uh, you mean Moff Gideon? Yeah, I think he. I think he's going to. Because, okay, so let, let's think this out. This takes place after Return of the Jedi. Yes. Right? Um, so this would have been after the character in Rebels would have had it. So he would have either stolen it or killed that person. Right. Yeah, that's right. Um, but this also takes place then after the Great Purge. Right? I believe it so. It has to have. Yeah, I think so. Because the Great Purge 
had already happened in in Rebels, I think, which takes place before A New Hope. So he probably... So there's somewhere in between the three movies that he came to a hold of it. Yeah, or the exa- Empire did. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that is interesting. One, they'll explain it somehow. But yeah, he had. Oh, I'm to, sure they have. He, to he had to have. Yeah, he had to have killed. Um, I forget. Uh, Queen Satine or something. Or there was. I like, think it was Sabine. There was Satine. Sabine is the chick from Rebels. Yes. She gives it off to someone else in another Mandalorian yeah. leader. I forget her name. But yeah, he he would have had to have taken her out for sure. Although if you think about it, I I was just watching a little bit of background mm-hmm. of Rebels. I haven't seen it yet, but. A lot of the Mandalorians there were taking off their helmets a lot. Yeah. And I think... Um, I guess it's not really the way. Yeah. <laughs> and I believe in uh, well, maybe that's, Clone Wars, they were taking off their helmets, too. Yeah. Unless it's something they changed later. Well, that's... So, the, I, I bet one thing that happens is that we'll probably hear about in Season 2 is there's got to be something that, that led them to keep the helmets on, right? In between Rebels, where they're taking it off all the goddamn time. And Clone Wars. And... and yeah, Clone Wars even further back. But Rebels in this show, something had to have happened in between, and I'm sure it has to do with why Gideon has the Darksaber. Yeah. So there must have been something crazy that happened that caused them to keep the helmets on, some sort of betrayal or something maybe. Oh, and I hope there's more Blacksmith. That fight scene was oh, awesome. Oh, yeah, the Blacksmith was awesome. She was awesome. <laughs> yeah. She just straight up threw a guy... Into the flame. Ooh, yeah, that stormtrooper got <laughs> fucked. <laughs> He's ah, she did that with tools. She never gun. Yeah, she just weapon. had she just had the fucking hammer. Yeah, and the, what I think they were pliers. Or pliers. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cru- uh, they call those crucibles, aren't they? Yeah. Nice. Well, she, and you know, like she was true to her tradition in the ways. Like, yo, we got to go. Like, no, nah, all this good metal. My place is here. I got I got shit to do. I got blacksmithing to do. And he finally, he finally got his jetpack, which yep, is pretty cool. Yeah, he got his jetpack. The Rising Phoenix. The, uh, yeah. How have you? How was your training in the Rising Phoenix? He's like, uh, I think I remember. And then the IG-11 is like, I would hold this. Yeah. And I love the little R2 unit on the on the boat. Oh, it had legs. Where he had like stuff. legs that grew out. That was kind of cool. I was like, I, I hope R2 never gets that. That was so <laughs> freaky. Yeah. He's just all gangly. Like, <laughs> But, um... Yeah, we saw. Yeah, the end of IG Eleven, the end of Quill. Yeah, Gary Busey. Gary Busey was awesome. I loved him. Or no, not Gary Busey. Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. Yeah, Busey would have been fucking weird. (laughs) They're like the same character in my brain. I mean, Nick Nolte's not crazy though. Yeah, he's got a similar voice, but he's not crazy. Yeah, Gary Busey is a little out there. With his super white teeth. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So it happens when you uh, do a bunch of drugs and they all fall out and get it replaced. Um, but uh, yeah, he, his character was awesome. I have spoken. I have spoken. I have earned my freedom. I, that was the other thing, man. Like you could tell he was some kind of like indentured servant or well, something. He, so he was the little guys in Cloud City. You know the uh, er, uh, what are they called? Ergwats or something like that. Remember in Cloud City when the guys were taken apart. C-3PO. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The little pig guys? Yeah. That's, that's him. He doesn't know. That, yeah. They're not the same ones that falls into the pit. Where... No, not those guys. The the um, the um guys who who are, like, tearing apart droids in Bespin when, you know, during Empire Oh, and that's back. why he's so good at putting the ship together, yeah. and that's why he could reprogram exactly. IG-11. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Yes, yes, yes. Um, 
so that that was who he was. Um, he he's I think they're called Ugnots. Yeah, Ugnots is what he is what he was. Um, they're the little characters who. Um, I think they do have indentured servitude, so he he basically had to. Yeah, he said he like, he bought his freedom, bought yeah. his own freedom, kind of thing. Yes, 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 yes. Ugnots are so cool looking. Um, I'm just looking up pictures of them. Um, they are porcine. Oh, so they're saying they're like porcupine. Um, I'm going to read a little thing about them. They're sentient humanoids that were native to the planet Hentes. Hentai. No, gentes, like people in Spanish. Or gentes. <laughs> the uh, species was considered one of the hardest working species in the galaxy. Um, although originating on gentes, many Ugnots considered Bespin Cloud City their home. Um, yep, 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 yep. Loyal workers, industrious. Um, in exchange for their service, they were given several of the lower levels of the city and built their own home there. Yeah, so... He basically, um, you know, earned his keep. He was such a cool character. He was. And then they're riding, they're riding on the Blurgs, like <laughs> when when they just they come out of the the Mandalorian ship and they're all riding on the little Blurg guys. I like that too. And when he got shot and you just see Baby at a plop on the guy, like oh the baby, yeah, just got the baby. I knew IG Eleven was gonna save them, save the baby Yoda. I thought he was gonna save Quill. He really didn't time that very well, dude. He was. So clutch in that episode. He saved them when they he were. He's clutch in every episode. Remember in the, in the one where we first meet him, and he just helps Mandalorian yeah. like murder all those guys. They awesome. shot him. They <laughs> shot him. That, granted, he was going to kill Baby Yoda. So I have been reprogrammed. <laughs> I love it. He he almost like he probably took out like half of those stormtroopers alone on the speeder. Yeah. 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 That was awesome. Yeah. Going through there, and then, um, and then Junior Carano was awesome in that episode too. So we find out that she was from Alderaan. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a pretty. We were like, oh shit, that's why she really hates them. Um, and she was a, a rebel shock trooper. Uh, so it's a really cool character. I hope we see more of her later oh, on. Oh, for sure. I, uh, she's a fan favorite. Carl Weathers talks weird in this in the show. I, I think he's just old. No, he just he has a weird. A weird way of like, like how a fantasy NPC would talk, you know. <laughs> I did enjoy that he flipped, you know. Mandalorian, you are a warrior with much honor. You know, I'm just like, oh, okay, dial it back, Carl. <laughs> we have to rewatch it now. Just yeah, to see. yeah. I didn't notice it as much in the early episodes, but definitely towards the end, once you know, he joins forces with Mando. But it, I, I'm, I am. He's really great happy. though. I'm really happy that he flipped over to be good. Me too. Me too. I, I, I hated. I like that he's like taking shots of uh, alcohol while they're like locked in the bar, getting ready to bust out and stuff. That was cool. Oh yeah, he was like taking shots. Like, mm-hmm. like, well, I also it. liked uh, um, Tracy Ullman, another another comedian. Um, she was. Oh, the, she was the uh, the one who, the one who worked at the hangar where the yeah, Millennium yeah. Falcon once was. Although I'm not gonna lie, I was getting a little annoyed how she kept trying to milk him for money and stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that's how she is, I guess. But. <laughs> But uh, so uh, I'm just gonna watch you and charge him extra. It's like, oh wow, yeah, like, he wow. can kill you if you he, wanted to. Yeah, he could murder you. He realized that. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I'm excited to see what what comes next in this show. Um, I hope they. I just. I hope they either do more episodes or longer episodes. That's my only thing that I want out of season two. Well, they said fall, so we got what ten months. 
Yeah, I'm sure it'll be similar to, you know, be September, October, just like it was when this came out, you know. But it seemed like they almost instantly started filming season two. Yeah. Once they were done with season one. So hopefully we won't have to wait. You you think maybe they'll just release all of them? Probably not. (laughs) Probably not. Dude. I would call in sick the next day to work just to watch this and no one ruins it. I had some rough days at work because I would stay up till and it wouldn't load right at midnight. It would load at like 1230. And so I would stay up till like, you know, fucking one o'clock, two in the morning. And then I would, me and Dan would text back and forth to each other <laughs> as we're watching it. Oh my God. Did you see, did you see he was, he was flying a tie interceptor. Oh my God. I love it. Oh, do you see the pee week? Oh my God. Yeah, cool. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And by the time we're done, you know, it's like one thirty, two in the morning. I'm like, Oh, I'd be up for work in four hours, five hours. Um, so that, that'd be one thing. I, I just, I hope the episodes are longer. So, cause you know, it's one of those things where like, it's, it's one of the few shows game of Thrones was like this up until this last season. Um, but it, it was one of these things where like I sit down to watch it and I'm like, I'm a hundred percent invested in it. You know, I'm not looking at my phone. I'm not, you know, thinking about what I'm going to eat next or whatever. I'm just sitting there and I'm like engulfed in the story of this TV show. And that's very rare. Yeah. You know, something that, that grabs my attention like that. And this series does it. And, uh, you know, to have it for an hour would be awesome. Or like 45 minutes at least, you know. Some, it a went somewhere. Yeah, some, somewhere. Like this last one was great because it was like 47 minutes long. I was like, oh, so cool. But uh, I would like to see that happen. What about you? What do you want to see in the next episode, content-wise? <sighs> I don't know, man. I think I I don't really have any suggestions, dude. To be perfectly honest, they're I doing a great job. They're doing a great job. They're doing a great, great. We had job. a lot of critiques for the for the Witcher, but I really don't have much. Like, so who do you think was the one, the 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 person we saw walk up to? Uh, Moff uh, Moff Gideon. You think that was Moff Gideon, the one who checked on the assassin? Checked on the assassin. Yeah. The lady played Milan. Ming Na Wen. All they did was show the legs, and it was they were black, and I believe. Believe did I, he have a cape? I believe he did. I'm gonna go back and rewatch it. Also, you notice that Moff Gideon didn't wear any uh, protective headwear while flying. His no, Starfighter. and the other thing I love that it's va- it's almost Vader like. He has like a chest yeah. piece that almost looks like his mm-hmm. centerpiece. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's and the casting on that's awesome. Oh yeah, that guy was terrifying in Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, he was amazing. Uh, but yeah, no protective headwear. I mean, you know, safety guys. Well, dude, I mean, like, he do, you had, do you think he has a fucking Mandalorian helmet? I think he might have been previously Mandalorian. Maybe he has the he has the sword. Yeah, um, he's a great fucking shot. He hit like the well, energy so tank. like the Death Watch or whatever. They were friends with the bad guys. They were with um, with uh, the Trade Darth Federation. In yeah, yeah, and Darth Maul. And, um, so maybe maybe he's part of that, and he teamed up with the Empire because in Rebels there were. You know, it seems like the Mandalorians are always kind of divided. There's always ones who are siding with the good guys yeah. or at least indifferent. And then there's ones who are like with the Empire. Well, there's different tribes, you know. There was, yeah. there was or clans. Factions and clans and stuff. So, yeah, maybe he maybe he was the head of one of the clans that sided with the Empire. I definitely think he, he was previously a Mandalorian. I mean, his... Maybe that's why he didn't have a flight helmet on. Right. Because we'll see him put on like a black Mandalorian helmet. Probably. I mean, and what so I was tasty. saying earlier is like his his aim was amazing. I mean, he <laughs> was walking slowly, and like 
hit the energy source of uh, the big rail gun or whatever yep, it was. Yep, 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 yep. That concussed Mando. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm excited, man. I'm, I really... They're not afraid to... Uh, I love that John Favreau is not afraid of getting into some of the deeper bits of lore that, like, the big picture Star Wars stays away from, like movies. Like movies, I, I would never assume to see a movie that had that was featured about Mandalorians. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like Boba Fett or even or maybe they will now. They're like, okay, well this yeah. is doing really fucking well. People yeah, tend ma- to love this. Maybe they will now or at least, you know, have him show up in something else or something. But um I, I would never assume to see a movie like that. But a show that's really getting into the little cool bits of lore like, ooh, what's the Yoda species called? You know, are and I, um, one thing that Dan, um, our friend Dan, uh, brought up, which I think might be kind of interesting, is instead of seeing a whole planet of baby Yodas, I think we might find out that the Yoda species is just created of the Force. Like they're like there. I have read some information because anytime you do see one of those species, they're always very well, like super powerful in super, the Force. Yeah. So there, there is also a, Force choked. He forced choked. Right. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. He forced, he forced choked uh, uh, Kara. Gina Carano, yeah. So it's like, you don't fuck with my dad. He's, he's like, like <laughs> <laughs> no, stop it. He's like, no, 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 we're not fighting. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, he's got to learn the good side and the bad side. He's just helping his dad out, dude. He saw that he was struggling so, about to lose so the match. Proud. So proud. Such he's a proud just, little boy. <laughs> he's just like, I got to help, help my pops out. I want, this is what I want so badly. I want there to be. An episode where they're fixing the spaceship and Baby Yoda's holding the flashlight for the Mandalorian, and he he keeps like getting distracted and the light keeps going elsewhere. And Mal's like, "No, shine it right here." And he's like, "Well," he shines it on it, and he just drifts off and starts stopping. We got we got a little bit of that with the button. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, don't touch that." <laughs> that created some of the best memes ever, where people put like a song over the top of it. He's like, "Turn that off." He's like. Somebody once told me, and it's just turning on off. It's so good, dude. Because what, it, that part made me laugh. So I, I knew it was coming. It was like obvious what was gonna happen. But like the little puppet, just dead ass looking him in the helmet, and just flick. It just <laughs> did it anyway. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Such a cute little baby. I can't get enough of Baby Yoda. <laughs> I'm so excited. I just hope there's not a huge time jump in like the second season where we see him like. <laughs> They're like, look, I hate to say this, but that baby's never growing up. He's just going to be <laughs> adorable forever. He is like the forever puppy, you know, like the elusive well, forever puppy. Well, you know, until it gets Yoda and then. Well, no, I'll just, I'll be dead by then. I mean, he's 50 years old already. He's still adorable. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, oh, God. But can you imagine like raising that? Or, like, let's say you were the nanny. Yeah. Like you got him when you were a teenager. You're an old person. I still got to change your goddamn diapers? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Cheeky nuggies. <laughs> I know. I know. It's so You're cute. like old as hell, but you still got to. I uh, mean, I can see that being adorable. I can see it getting a little tedious eventually. Like, yeah, okay, man, you're cute as fuck. But when are you going to change my diapers? Yeah. I'm fucking 80-something. I, kn- I know you can move things with your mind. Why <laughs> <laughs> can't you wipe your own ass? <laughs> I love it. I love like, it. You can't you can't force diaper change, but you you need a bottle or something. All of a sudden, motherfucker appears in your hand, and he's like, oh, oh, yeah. "All right, I'll do it." 
But uh, overall, like I'm super juiced for season two, both of The Witcher and Mandalorian. I yeah. think we got some. Those are those are two of those series. Did they I'm, say, or maybe I just haven't been checking when uh, Obi One is going to be released? Mm, I don't think so. I know they're filming it though. Okay. So it might be around this time next year, maybe. I thought I maybe know. we could have something to look forward to while we wait for Mando. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where like Disney Plus has very little value for me right now. <laughs> well, apparently, after the last episode aired, a bunch of people dropped their subscriptions. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that's going to happen until the Marvel stuff starts coming out, for sure. Yeah, I'm sure WandaVision will be first or something. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a timeline out for that, so we'll have to figure that out, but... All righty then. Well, that just about does it for us uh, this week. Um, again, uh, you can check out our, you can buy our signature blend of tea at nerdswithfriendspodcast.com. Um, check us out Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at nerdswithfriend. Um, and if you have any questions, or, you know, let us know what you think of the uh, new Witcher series and uh, what you think of The Mandalorian and where you want it to go from here. But um, I think that just about does it. We will be back next week. Thank you, Christian, for stopping by as always love love being here and um to all the nerds out there remember you're not alone you're with friends this is nerds with friends thank you and good night